I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Don't look for quick closure on the health care law after this week's historic arguments before the U.S. Supreme Court. The justices aren't expected to rule until June, so expect the debate over health care to drag on in Washington and on the presidential campaign trail. That debate can seem baffling to observers outside this country. In Germany, for instance, they have a national health care system there. It requires people to have health insurance, and it's just posted a record 4 billion euro surplus. Reporter Miriam Widman has more from Berlin. Berlin is Germany's biggest city. It's like a lot of many U.S. cities its size. There's some violent crime, and there's lots of traffic. But what Berlin doesn't have unlike a comparable U.S. city, is a lot of people who are uninsured. Work in a small bakery? You've got insurance. Ring up groceries at a supermarket? You've got insurance. Take care of kids at a daycare? Same deal. That's health policy expert and conservative politician Wolfgang Zöller. He says having a national health plan is the humane thing to do, and he wants people to be helped when they're sick, regardless of age, income, or preconditions. Zöller, a member of the Christian Social Union Party, is hardly a flaming liberal. Neither was Otto von Bismarck, the German ruler who started the plan in the 19th century. And neither is the country's health minister, who's a staunch supporter of the National Health Plan. He's a member of the pro-business Free Democratic Party. In fact, most Germans don't understand why a public health insurance plan has become such a political hot potato in the U.S. And few here comprehend why Americans toss around words like communism and socialism. That's Anne Marini, a spokesperson for the National Health Insurers Association. She says not every S means socialism. In Germany, the S doesn't mean a socialist principle, but one of solidarity. What Americans refer to as a government plan is not a government plan at all in Germany. Those on a so-called national plan have 145 nonprofit insurance companies to choose from, and the government has no say in how the companies are run. A board composed of workers and employers runs the show. It's another busy day at one of Cynthia Barcomi's cafes. Barcomi is from Seattle. But she's lived longer in Berlin now than she's lived in the States, having come here in the 1980s as a dancer. Barcomi is in her late 40s, but she looks 20 years younger. Today, she has more than 40 employees between her two restaurants. And though the national health care system costs her a lot, she wouldn't have it any other way. You just cannot have people falling through the grid because they don't have health care, because they are not healthy. That's the basis for everything is people's health. Everybody pays a lot for sick people. You pay a lot less when you stay healthy than when you get sick. And I think that's the bottom line, that, you know, you you cannot celebrate your own health if your neighbor is, like, completely falling apart. And I don't think people should lose sight of that. Barcomi and other business people view having health care as a competitive advantage because a healthy workforce is a better workforce, and people are more productive if they're not worried about getting sick and how to pay for an illness. This idea of helping your neighbor is something that the health insurance spokesperson Marini picks up on. Marini says the United States comes across as a pretty religious society and notes that loving your neighbor is a basic principle of many religions. She wonders why that concept doesn't work its way into the discussion about health care. Marini and others say they will continue to follow the U.S. debate, even though parts of it are difficult to understand. For now, though, German insurers are arguing with the government over what to do with the record 4 billion euro surplus. For the world, I'm Miriam Widman in Berlin.